Hi, this is Bill. And this is Anastas. And we are the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Today we're going to continue our discussion on the Liberty Bell. It'll be part two. Yeah. Uh, just like the first one, we'd say bad things. Uh, I know I ended the last episode with a bombshell on did. how I think it looks like a penis. He did. Um, it was disturbing to everyone. Yeah, it didn't make much sense to a lot of people, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bulge. Uh, but we'll we'll discuss that. We'll discuss some more uh, some more uh, really anti Liberty Bell sentiments from Bill because he's really passionate about it for some reason. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Bill just squinted his eyes and is like, "I'm bring it." And we're also going to talk about a lot of a lot of the travels that the Bell's done. Yes, um, for whom the Bell tolls, and more of the, the, the modern modern aspects of the Bell as well. And good good reference there, Bill. Nice Hemingway novel. Very good Hemingway novel. Oh, I was also a Metallica song. referring to Metallica. Uh, that too. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you, uh, Master of Poets. Do you have anything else you before? Better Sandman. Before we dive into the actual t- t- topic of today, do you have any anything you want to say about the bell before we kick, get kicked off? Or because I already mentioned my whole you know penis thing. So no, I guess just that fuck the it's Liberty like, Bell. It's like a mushroom, you know, like like a, like a penis head. But anyway, uh, so do you oh, call your dick the Liberty Bell? It'd be a good nickname for one, wouldn't it be? It's pretty good. Yeah, maybe I should do that now. I mean, um, there's a crack in it. Uh, yeah. The bell. Yeah, I guess the cra- there's a crack in the bell. Uh, so let's 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 hit it then, Bill. Let's dive headfirst into our part two of the Liberty Bell. Yeah. Uh, in 1876, city officials discussed repairing the Liberty Bell so it could be it could you know. Be able to sound like an actual pleasant noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the centennial exposition, again, this is 1876, so America's still a little fledgling, yes, but it's still. but it's it's high uh, high roaring economy. Although I think now is a downturn in 1876, but, but there's reason for celebration. Civil yeah. War ended ended a decade ago, and, and yeah, all it's that. Yeah, the panic so. of 1876. Right. So there's a there, but. It was it was rejected actually the, the the plan for repair it was rejected because the bell's caretakers believed uh, that the bell couldn't be repaired and uh, it wouldn't be able to produce a, a pleasant sound. Uh, they also said that the crack had become a quote unquote part of their charm, part of the bell's right. charm. So this is this is part of the, um, the 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 PR moves on making the bell cool again. That's right, I used that phrase. Jesus Christ, I, I wouldn't jump out the window. I cringed. Uh, Sound like you're. Uh, Fucking Instagram influencer who doesn't understand Instagram. <laughs> hey, this is Tony G and the boys. We're here at the Liberty Bell showing you the wah, 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 crack. <laughs> hey, kids, don't you crack. It's whack. The only crack you need is the bell. Are you sure you haven't, like, Done radio in the past life or something? That's pretty, think, right? pretty, pretty solid. They're like nice shock jockey. You know, eight in the morning, just, just Bill's out there <laughs> running rampant. It's Wild Bill and the crew <laughs> coming to you live from WQUSU. He just made that up. Yes, I did. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so instead of repairing the bell and with with the hopes of it sounding pleasant, they actually made a thirteen thousand pound replica bell. So big. Uh, called the Centennial Bell. And the metal fort uh, actually included four melted-down cannons, so two from the Revolution and two from the Civil War. Uh, and for the Civil War one, that was split between one from the North, one from the South. Right. So really kind of leading into the whole symbolism Real uh, aspect hard. of it. it it's, um, I guess really they kind of need it. It's only like 11 years after the Civil War. Right. True. So. True, true. So, but really on the nose there. The, uh, the, the bell was uh, sounded at the Expo Grounds on uh, July 4th of 1876. And it was later recast to improve the sound, and it's now currently attached to the clock at the steeple of the of Independence Hall. So um, I've actually I actually knew that somehow okay. before because when you go down there, a lot of times like the the, the, the guy yeah, mentioned people, that yeah because people are like is the Liberty Bell upstairs and and they uh, like, they shut the fuck up they have to deal with a lot of bullshit but they uh, I guess they that are prepared for that one but I bet their favorite question is when when I was there somebody was like. How haunted is it? And they're just like, it's, it's not haunted. Yeah, huh? So they're just like, it's it's just not. Also, I like how this was recast as well. People too, didn't die here because <laughs> apparently bells were garbage back then. Yeah, in terms of how they sounded. But the um, <laughs> again, sorry, the the Liberty Bell was actually not at the Expo grounds at all. But 
a lot of people actually went to go visit it and they made souvenirs um, or people made souvenirs that were sold with its image on it. Yeah. And um, a lot of different state pavilions had replicas of the bell. You know, they would use use like local materials to make it. Some of them would be like uh, a stone bell. Some would be like a tobacco ba- baseball. I'm assuming somewhere in the south, but it became like a like a cutesy little Famous thing thing for people to people to yeah. take and use as, as like a, a symbol of their town. But in uh, in 1877, the the bell was actually hung from the ceiling of the assembly room by a chain with 13 links. 13 links, 13 colonies. Very, again, really heavy with the symbolism. Oh, that's why. I thought it was for the 13 ghosts. You're really good at the whole... Because you're really good at making me think that you're serious <laughs> before you say something so ridiculous. <laughs> have, have you seen that movie recently, by the way? 13 no. Ghosts? It's so bad. I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, I mean, do you, what are your thoughts on that? 13... 13 links on a, on a chain. I mean, it's a nice little bit of symbolism, yeah. but fuck, that feels dangerous. I hope they were thick-ass links. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be underneath that. Do you think they were all out there to save Zelda? All 13 links? Oh, God. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, so from uh, 1885 to 1915, the Liberty Bell went on kind of a, like a tour, basically. A yeah. Pretty, pretty long tour. It made seven trips to various expos and, and different celebrations. And it was transported by by train, just like a lot of things were back then, or almost everything was. And it made a lot of stops along the way just so people could take a look at it and see what it was. Yeah, big um, big nationwide tour. Big phallic symbol. Hit all the, the main spots. Yep, hitting. Played small bars, Mobile big album. stadiums. <laughs> Did you read about the truck shutting down, by the way? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's, that's... I've never been there. No? Oh, it was a good place. I've heard it's a good venue, but... Yeah. Yeah, I've never been. I always go to Union Transfer because that's, well, that's the probably, bands I like. That's also the reason why the, the truck has yeah. fallen because of that. The truck has fallen. <laughs> truck. Anyway. Um, have you been to Union Transfer? It's a dope venue. Yes, I have. It's, it's cool. It's one of my favorite venues I've ever been in. That's a good one. Again, the reason why the yeah. trucks fail. <laughs> but they do everything They do everything better. But yeah. Anyway, the the bell itself was, was recognized countrywide um, as a symbol of freedom. And by again, by 1885, it... It's become cemented as, as a relic of, of independence. Right. It also gained notoriety through one of George Lippard's historical fictions. Um, so he was a well-known uh, writer, mm-hmm. but specifically for historical fictions. Historical fictions is, is, a, is an interesting it's an genre. Odd, yeah. But, so he, he wrote the story The Fourth of July, 1776, uh, also known as Ring Grandfather Ring. And it was published in both the uh, Philadelphia Saturday Courier on uh, January 2nd of 1847 and also in the Collected Works uh, uh, piece called uh, Washington and His Generals. Stories uh, is a fabrication uh, depicted a, a tall, dark stranger who uh, inspired a faint-hearted colonial congress to sign the declaration with a speech. And uh, in it, he claimed that after, the, uh, after they signed the document, the uh, the declaration the bell was rung and it was cracked. Then this is again part of that. It's all bunk. Myth. It's all bullshit. All bullshit. The legend was reprinted many times in in a, a lot of history books and unfortunately a lot of school books and contributed greatly to to the 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 spread of the bell's fame. It, that's why it became a well known name by 1885. It's all horseshit. You know the only bell that I think should be famous is Le'Veon Bell of the I New York gonna, Jets. I was gonna say Alexander Graham. Not the running back for the New York Jets now. I use my phone a lot more than I think about the Jets ever. Yeah, he probably would shit himself if he saw what we consider phones now. <laughs> oh my god, he'd lose his goddamn mind. <laughs> Be amazing to watch. Uh, uh, Somebody get a flux capacitor up in this bitch. Why are they wearing khakis? <laughs> or uh, they, you don't know what khakis are? No. Like, what are these clothes? <laughs> uh, anyway. um... Yeah, one of my fantasies is, is to come across a time traveler and really fuck with his mind. Um, You're sick. I'm sick. So in 1885, you have, you have a disease. I should take you to the fucking hospital right now. What's wrong with you? Dickhead disease. <laughs> mean person disease. Uh, in uh, in 1885, them, hold them close, love them. Bill, I'm moving. I'm moving forward, Bill. In uh, a, well, you're trying to get people to move backwards in time. <laughs> you sick fuck. <laughs> Damn it, Bill. Uh, so in 1885, it was on another trip, um, this time to New Orleans, 
and it was specifically to the World Cotton Centennial Expo, and it made uh, multiple stops along the way. Uh, one of these was in was in Biloxi, uh, Mississippi, uh, where former president of the Confederate States of America, Jefferson Davis, a name you should all be familiar with, he came and delivered a speech paying homage to it and urging national unity. Let's want to talk about how fucking wild that is. Yeah, man. Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy, preached, preached national unity. Take that, you stupid fucking hicks with the fucking thing in your backyard. God damn it. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Fucking... Get rid of your goddamn Confederate flags. We were in the fucking union. We're in the fucking union. The union won. Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Austria and a professor was like, hey, why don't you see the German flag flown a whole lot? And I was like, because they lost? And he was like, yes. And I was just like, turned to somebody. I was like, this is what they should do with the fucking Confederate flag too. <laughs> it's true, but. It's bullshit. Because they fucking lost. It's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, that, that happened. I mean, the Also, blue- like. They let Jefferson Davis in front of the Liberty Bell. That's what I was gonna say. Like fucking white male privilege. That fucking happened, dude. The cause like was the leader of a of a I guess a movement, a secessionist movement that that split the country and and basically could have led to we could be two countries right now. Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine needing a visa to go to Alabama? Because guess what? I don't need to imagine that. (laughs) It makes it kind of makes sense. um, But anyway, so in uh, in terms of travels in eighteen in eighteen ninety three. It was sent to uh, to another another expo. Uh, this one was the Chicago's World Columbian Expo, and it was named Columbian Expo to celebrate Christopher Columbus uh, to celebrate Christopher Columbus's fourth anniversary of arriving to the Americas. Yeah, not for the sweet sweet booger sugar. Not for the sweet sweet booger sugar, no, or coffee, one of that. that yeah, too. what, what uh, did you think I was referring to? Do you snort coffee? I Bill? smell it. I don't drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I just smell it. It smells fair really enough, good. Fair and... enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So it, I call it booger sugar. It was the uh, it was a centerpiece of of Pennsylvania's ex- exhibit actually, um, in the Pennsylvania building. And again, that's that, that's us, man. That's us, baby. That's right. I'm, 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 uh, we said a lot of bad things about it, but man, I guess my juice is flowing though. Yeah, mine yeah. in the opposite direction, right out my ass. In, in, inverting. <laughs> um. So July fourth, eighteen ninety three, uh, in Chicago, the the bell was um was the audience of John Philip Seuss's performance of the Liberty Bell March. Um, uh, Seuss is the... the it basically, if you, if you, YouTube, if you don't know who it is... the father of the marching band. Yeah, it, he wrote a ton every of... Every stereotypical marching band thing you can Did think of. Did he do 1812 Overture? Nope. I don't know uh, why I wow, said that. Holy, I was like, are you trolling me? No, but he, he did... Um, no. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. No, that, I don't know. I think it's something else. I think you're thinking of Overture. I think, yeah, because you mentioned it. Yeah, Danny I fucked Bill. it up. Oh, but, no, he did you, like all the military marches. Yeah, he did, if like, you the, Google his name, you'll you'll uh, or if you YouTube his name, you'll you'll. He, hear he's it. the uh, subject of the Music Man. God damn you, Bill! Um, so the the bell was returned to Philadelphia. I've um, never come under come out from underneath my troll bridge. You fucking troll! So lo and behold, the bell is weak as shit. They actually found uh, a new smaller crack. Uh, when it was returned to Philadelphia, and people began to think twice about sending it around the country. Yeah, they were really Again, against it. it kept, I'd oppose it. Kept cracking. Well, um, actually, I don't really give a shit. It could shatter into pieces, and I'd just be like, cool. Wow, Bill. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was uh, also discovered that the, the Bell's watchman um, was cutting small pieces off the Bell as souvenirs. So it's hilarious. Just fucking, fucking Mickey in South Philly was guard, <laughs> yeah. guarding, guarding the fucking thing. He's like, my buddy's... So they'll pay for this. Chip off a little piece of it and just give us souvenirs. That's snip, 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 snip. amazing. Um, it's the, one of the, again, I know I've said this a lot in these episodes. It's one of the most Philly things. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the city the city tried to um, preserve it by actually encasing it in a, or placing the belt in a, a glass-fronted oak case mm-hmm. uh, until 1898. When it was then hung from it from its yoke in the uh, the Tower Hall of Independence Hall, and basically it stayed it stayed there for a very long time till uh, 1975. I wonder why they started chanting it after 1975. Oh, bicentennial. Oh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> uh, but the um, they actually even placed a guard by it to to discourage souvenir hunters, which you know. Yeah, using resources for that, but Jarrett. Uh, <laughs> by nineteen by nineteen oh nine, the Bell had actually made uh, six more trips, uh, 
and the cracking became worse and worse and souvenir hunters had actually deprived it of about one percent of its weight it's just which, wild <laughs> considering it's like a, it's like thousands of pounds um, it's not like a lot but also like it's a lot it's like 200 pounds of metal yeah <laughs> you know or my math is wrong there isn't uh, i don't know that's no, like 10 percent yeah. Never mind, my bad. So it's 20 pounds 20 of metal, pounds. which is, you know, still fucking same... dumbbell worth of, like, right. souvenirs. <laughs> oh, man. So, so in, uh, in 1912, the organizers of the Panama Pacific International Expo, uh, they asked if the bell could be sent to San Francisco for the 1915 fair. Uh, but Philadelphia officials, they were reluctant to let it travel, especially after... You know, everything that's gone. That happened. Yeah, I mean, understandably. They actually, they ultimately decided to let it travel since it had never been further west than St. Louis. So they wanted to show it the West Coast. You know, they should have just taken it to St. Louis and said, meet me in St. Louis. Yeah, that's a song. That's a song. Okay, I, I was sure that. you got that reference. I knew that. I got it. And in 1914, a metal support framework, it was called the Spider. It was placed inside the bell to uh, to prevent cracking from from getting worse, basically. So Spider. just like a support system. Spider. Uh, the bell. Spider. So the bell was in was in San Francisco in February of 1915, and Spider. it was it was chapped it was chapped it was ass chapped. Oh. It was it was tapped gently with wooden mallets to produce sounds that were transmitted uh, to the fair actually via telephone lines as a signal to begin the fair. So back then it's equivalent of like using the newest technology to like start yeah. a fair off, you know. But look, we have phone lines. Yeah. Boo! Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, around 5 million Americans viewed the bell on its trip westward, which is a yeah, pretty cool thing about it. And an estimated two, th- excuse me, 2 million people kissed it at the fair and another 5 million viewed it on its way home from Philly. That is a lot of, it's like, a lot of mouth herpes. Oh. Or mono. I don't know. I don't know if you can transit mouth herpes that way, but, um, mononucleosis. Why don't you kiss and find out? Uh, it's worth noting that. When they opened the fair, mm-hmm. that by Tapia, that also inaugurated transcontinental telephone service right. uh, for the first time. So that's kind of cool. Alexander Graham. That Bell is pretty cool when you think about it. Yeah, used a bell to signal his bell telephone, his bell penis. Okay. Bell, uh, they actually, I think he called it his bell curve. Yay! Statistics. Woo! Mm, it's curve it his dick. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> got it. Um, Jokes are better when you explain them. <laughs> Uh, so match the curvature of the Liberty Bell. So uh, since so since it was returned to Philly after that westward trip, it only it was only been outside five times, uh, three times for patriotic observances uh, during and after World War One, and two times when the bell was moved to new homes uh, in initially in 1976. Yeah, and then in 2003. Uh, I remember that actually moving the, the whole thing when they moved in 2003. 76? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm in my 40s. No, I'm in my 50s. Yep. You, you yep. act it sometimes. That's, that's it. I act like I'm in my 50s sometimes? Yeah, sometimes. All right. So Chicago tried to actually... Complain about your jaw pain earlier. My jaw... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dying of, of pains. Uh, so Who isn't? This is actually pretty funny though. Chicago yeah. actually tried to get it with a petition signed by 3.4 million people for the 1933 uh, Century of, uh, of Progress exhibition. And just a little context. Back then, this is what people did. Like, these yeah. expos and, and conventions were what else a major were you thing. What fucking do? <laughs> exactly. Like, the future was... was Stickball. <laughs> baseball, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so they they really tried to get it out of there. And um, New York also tried again in 1939 for the New York World's Fair. Both of them were denied, which I love. Take that Chicago land and take that New York... Also hilarious, City. the petitions were signed by school children. Were they? Yeah, I didn't include it in the notes. I wanted to spring it on you. I thought it would have more impact. Oh, now I feel like a dick now. Well, fuck them. <laughs> they, they, can, they can watch their Babe Ruth. Yeah, fucking pricks. Yeah. Uh, so in, uh, in 1924, uh, Independence Hall's uh, exterior doors, they were replaced by glass, which actually allowed for a partial view of the bell, even when the building was actually closed. Uh, which is a pretty neat thing. Kind, yes. of, kind of mirrors what's going on now with with the glass. Yeah, yeah, for structure sure. they have available. Um, when the when the first peacetime draft was actually instituted in 1940, so jumping a few years, uh, the first Philadelphians uh, that were drafted actually took their oaths of enlistment in front of the Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. Um, the 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 during the war it would actually became a symbol of freedom again. It was used 
in in different 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 material to actually sell war bonds. Yeah, it was like a promotional thing. Right. All propaganda. Oh, again with the propaganda, yeah. Uh, and during the early years of World War II, the uh, Philly government was actually afraid that the the Bell uh, might have been in danger from saboteurs um, or from even from enemy enemy excuse me, from enemy bombings. So officials actually considered moving it to Fort Knox to be stored with the the gold reserves of the nation. Um, Wild. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a symbolic thing. Um, a little paranoid, very paranoid. Pretty paranoid. Very I'd paranoid. be more concerned with protecting the people. Yeah, but you can't you can't hurt our bell, for Christ's sake. Uh, the idea was was met with a lot of resistance around the nation, which thank God people people thought about it a little bit. Uh, so they actually abandoned it. And they 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 um, they were actually considering. Uh, building an underground vault made out of steel, yeah. where they can display it above and actually lower it if they needed to, like as a as a supremely a, uh, ineff- inefficient way of, of guarding it. But goddamn it's a, bunker! It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a bunker for a bell for a bell. I'm aware. That's uh, why I say the whole bell, thing's bullshit. Uh, it was that was also abandoned when uh, there were different studies that found that if you dig underneath the underneath the site, there there's a good chance you'll you'll Fuck with the foundations of Independence Hall. Shocker! Which I think is a much more important symbol. Of it our, is a much more important <laughs> symbol. Country. It's much more important. It's better. Yeah. It's better. Way better. Um, it's a cool building. Uh, so on uh, on December seventeenth, nineteen forty four, the Whitechapel Bell Foundry. Again, if that rings a bell from last episode, they're the ones that made it. Um, they dumb, offer dumb pricks. They offered to recast the bell at no cost as a gesture of Anglo American friendship even though their initial bell was melted down and made by true red-blooded Americans. <laughs> Fuck. Poorly again. What was that? Again, poorly. Yeah, again, yeah, we made it arguably worse, but... Yeah. It, actually, it's cracked, so it's... I don't know. We'll never know if we'll it was arguably worse or not, know. but they both fucked up. Uh, the bell was, was actually tapped on D-Day and, uh, and also for victory on, um, on VE Day and VJ Day. Uh, so that's, again, for Europe and Japan. But Thanks. For the listener, Bill, I know I know you know this, uh, but so it, it was. Tapping. I thought it was for venereal disease. Yep. What? No, there's no. There's a D there somewhere. Squint. Just gotta squint. And then the word day. You're a bad man. <laughs> Let's talk about the the park service. No, you're a bad man, and I want you to leave your own house. Get out. Get out. <laughs> All right. Um. So after World War II, the city agreed to transfer custody of their Liberty Bell, um, Independence Hall, and various colonial-era buildings to the federal government, but the city would actually retain ownership of them. So it's a little different from other uh, federally-run parks. Right. Uh, Those colonial buildings now house different museums in them. It's down in the old city section of Philadelphia, and some of them are like portrait galleries. Others are like small military museums they're they're all free entry um which is really nice mm. but they're they're pretty interesting uh, the old mint buildings are down there too but one is now like a let's see one's a like apartment complex i think the other's like just closed mm. the old coin exchange is or a is a bar called plow and stars which is very nice that's a pretty cool occasion to have it. It's a nice. bar. There's a actual National Mechanics is also a bar, and that used to be a uh, spot to go for uh, a cool spot for brewskis. Union. It was a union spot, oh, I think. Gotcha, gotcha. In 1948, Congress agreed to the transfer um, because they had to oversee the transaction since it was uh, a federal. A federal. Yeah. They control a purse. Yes, they do. But uh, in 1951, the Independence National Historic Park was founded and came under the administration of the National Park Service. In 1950, the bell was chosen as the symbol of a savings bond campaign. Right. And in 1955, former residents of the Soviet bloc were allowed to tap the bell as a symbol of hope and encouragement to their compatriots. Watch, that was like the saboteur that like whacked it <laughs> Just and, and got like tackled by like 12 FBI dudes. It would be beautiful. No, I think you overestimate shot the look at shot i think you overestimate the security at national parks yeah but if there's soviets former soviets walking around uh, i mean yeah the I fbi that's behind true. Mm-hmm. the cia with their blow darts <laughs> 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 oh, <that was> me. 
Is it is it inappropriate to yell out something about the Kennedy assassination or? I mean, you've already put the idea out there. I guess you better just fucking. <laughs> no, say I'm gonna it. take it back. All right, let's keep going. Because CIA did it. <laughs> no, Ted Cruz's dad obviously did it, according to our president. Yeah, how fucking? I'm just gonna mention this. How fucking wild do we live in, in a reality where the president of the United States openly accused fucking Ted Cruz's dad of killing JFK? I just this fucking my man, world, man. This fucking <laughs> world is bonkers. I guess, like, it's not the first time we ever had presidents do outlandish shit. John Quincy Adams, like... We live in a Twitter world, man. We live in a Twitter world, is right. We know everything. Could you imagine if Twitter existed when John Quincy Adams signed off and sent a mission to the center of the earth to find the mole people? (laughs) That's a thing that happened, and the dude just disappeared with the money, because obviously... (laughs) He got swallowed up by the earth. (laughs) What the uh, fuck? My bad. I I just wanted to point that out there. Good, good God, fuck! <laughs> Not the world of jelly beans and Teddy Roosevelt punching mooses. <laughs> little, little doggies in, in the fucking what's um, Reagan's little dog called? Little white one. Cute little uh, white no, dog. Reagan sucks ass. <laughs> Suck, eat my ass. He can go to hell. <laughs> He's already there. Nancy's presiding as de- the Satan's fucking the fucking consort. <laughs> Probably, she probably kicked the devil out of his chair and took over hell. Oh, I shouldn't boy. speak ill of the dead, but I really do not like the Reagans. Oh, that's funny. They did yeah. a lot of bad for this country. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so in the 1960s, the Bell was the site of multiple protests for the civil rights movement. And it was also, uh, <laughs> I find this kind of funny, that protesters of the Vietnam War, uh, both those opposing and supporting the war, right. were... Uh, using it as a location for to make their points. Right, and a which, symbol as well, too. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Uh, the NPS, which is the National Park Service, that's probably I'm going to refer to it from now on because it's shorter and fuck it, I'm tired. Right. <laughs> um, the NPS tried multiple times to move the Liberty Bell from Independence Hall to an area where it would be easier to maintain, uh, but each time these were met with public outcry. You can't take it away from us. It's part of us. This even, fake bell is they part didn't even of us. Want to, they just wanted to move it like a block. Yeah. Fucking Philly. I love you. I hate you. I love you. Anyway. Plans started to move forward in 1969. Nice. <laughs> nice. Since Independence Hall could not handle the millions of expected visitors for the 76th Bicentennial. They planned to build a large glass tower to house the bell at South 3rd and Chestnut Streets, but citizens protested this. So, in 73, MPS proposed a smaller glass pavilion at the north end of Independence Mall between Arch and Ray Streets. I should mention, like, during, it was a little bit before this when the mall was actually made. Hmm. They cleared out a bunch of buildings and, and made it. Right. But Mayor Frank Rizzo agreed, but said it should be at Chestnut Street across from Independence Hall, though the state was worried that the building would destroy the view of Independence Hall. Like, they thought it was worth preserving. So right, 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 yeah. They compromised, and this pavilion was built at the end. Um, uh, at that specific where, end. Right, at that yeah. specific end where Rizzo said, but 200 yards away so as not to obstruct the view. Right. Um, during the Bicentennial members, during the Bicentennial, members of the Procrastinators Club of America picketed the Whitechapel Foundry with signs reading, We Got 11, and What About the Warranty? The Procrastinators Club? I like that. Yeah, it's a real thing. Huh. Or it was. I don't know if it still is, but... <laughs> what about the warranty? I like it. Um, Whitechapel told them they'd replace the bell if it was returned in the original packaging. That's Great like cover. a... Great yeah, cover. that's yep. pretty good. Yep. Um, in 1976, the Foundry did recast a full-size replica of the Liberty Bell, known as the Bicentennial Bell, and it was presented by Queen Elizabeth II and was placed in the tower once intended for the Liberty Bell at the former Visitor Center on South 3rd Street. So right. that, so that's, it's. I think it's still there. That's cool. Um... Yeah, give us the belly old bird. <laughs> Be nice. She's a nice lady. Is she? I don't know. I assume, I've never met her. I assume she's nice. Lady. She's rich, old, and white. How nice can she be? Fred Rogers was rich and old, <laughs> and wasn't a lady. But I'm just being. I'm yeah. just being. You ornery today, Bill. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm all <laughs> cocksure and full of you're piss on and the, vinegar. You're on that juice. I'm on the juice. That water. I've been drinking water all goddamn day. Yep. Let's build a bill of drinking some water. Yep. That's the app. Yep. That was the table. I'm not going to cut that out. I'm just going to be in there. 
Okay. People, the people need to know that we stay hydrated, Bill. Okay. They need to know. That, that we're actual human beings. Yes. Human beings. We're like plants need to be watered. Like garbanzo beans. <laughs> like garbanzo beans, yo. Oh, beans. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying human beans instead of human beans. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's a good one. I'm a garbanzo bean. <laughs> Excuse me. I am getting a little punchy. Um, several redesign plans for Independence Mall were proposed throughout the 90s um, with architect Bernard Sawinski's, I think it's Sawinski. That, that looks Polish enough to sound, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, design ultimately being chosen with it being revealed in 99. It's got to be Sawinski. I'm from Central PA. I know enough yeah. people with, that looks right. <laughs> with uh, Eastern European names. It sounds right, yeah. Um, it was actually met with controversy as the new pavilion would have covered the section of the president's house where slaves were housed. And it was protested for years by African-American activists, and the plan was changed in the 11th hour so that the NPS would explore slaves' lives, which the NPS originally didn't want to do. They were like, no, we, we're just we going to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, look yeah it like well, brushing on a rug and like, fuck the National Park Service for that. Yeah. I have friends who work for them, but fuck them for that. Yeah. Not my friends, like the, the service. They had nothing to do with that yeah, 15 no. years ago, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. two Jesus, we're old now. Yeah, man. Um, Only two years after 9-11. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Because on October 9th, 2003, the new mall design was opened with the Liberty Bell Center not covering the slaves' quarters. You can go. They're, they've got a an actual like display and a video that plays... Detailing uh, several slaves' I've, lives. I'm pretty sure I've seen that actually. And so then I was like, "You should do this instead of the Liberty Bell when I show it to people." Yeah. But you know, people get up in arms about poorly designed ringing utensils. Bing. What? Bing. It's ringing. It's a ring. Oh, when you ringing utensil. Yeah, ringing utensil. It's not really a utensil. It's a utensil. Spoon. Yep. <clears throat> That's my point. That. Mm-hmm. So, up until 2001... <laughs> Bell does not respond. Visitors were allowed to touch the Liberty Bell, um, but a visitor actually attacked the bell with a hammer. So it was hung out of reach, and visitors had to go through a security screening. I remember the story when it came out, and I was young, and I thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> it is funny! This does one. So this is like the... Um, the the Sixers were in the fucking finals and shit like that, and like... <laughs> We were on, we were on like national news a lot as a, as a, yeah. as, as a city, and like this made us look like fucking fools. It's how it but yeah, I mean, goes. as as you wrote in the notes here, this is likely the reason why we have lines, dude. They're so bad, and they're very bad lines. Um, I just walk by them, it's like ha, ah! because every time I go, I feel like I only go down to fucking Independence Mall is when it's either really cold or really hot out for some reason. Right. So I'm either on my way to heat or well, I'm on that, my way to like, air conditioning. That's like Philly yeah, weather true. in general. True. But I was just like, ah, sucks to suck, losers. And I go to somewhere cooler and more you could, fun. Like you said, you could see it from a distance anyway. Yeah. And then I'll just go to some historic bar and have a good time. Yeah. And get plastered in Old City. So, how much does it weigh? I don't, I, we mentioned it last time, but I don't, I don't think we mentioned it at this episode. Though. So, it now currently weighs 2,060 pounds. Because it lost some weight from right, right. scavengers. Um, goddamn jackals. Those hyenas. Those bad people. And it's... Um, Jackal's a good insult. Jackal's a good insult. Jackal. So how, how much uh, How much of it's copper? How much of it's tin? How much, you know, what's, what's the composition of it? So its composition is 70% copper, 25% tin, and the remaining 5% is lead, zinc, arsenic, gold, and silver. Mm. So, so if I lick it, will I die? I mean, obviously. Mm. You oh, know those two mil? Probably get mono, but... Those two mil yeah. died. Mm. They died. <laughs> it's called the Great Liberty Epidemic. Basically. They died. Basically. Years later, and some from natural causes, some from They're all others, dead now. But they're all they, dead now. Every two million people died after touching the Liberty Bell in eight, the 1800s. Two million of them. That's crazy. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact. Science fact. Yep. <laughs> Bill Nye, get at me. Yep. Neil deGrasse Tyson, stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane, bro. Talk about space. Don't talk about other stuff. Anyways, uh, you're fine, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's hung from what is believed to be its original yoke, which is made of American elm. 
Oh, that's pretty neat, actually. Yeah. Can so you, can you touch that? No. No. Are you... <laughs> it was a joke. Oh. Usually, I get you. You got me you kicked out there. Um, but the large, most recognized crack is actually the widening crack that was cracked. <laughs> widening crack uh, that was filed to help the bill ring. There's an additional hairline crack. That starts at the rim and extends all the way to the yoke attachment. Right. I'm unclear which one is original. Um, um, well, I think the sentence here implies that it's the um, the hairline was the original one. But that's what I. That's yeah. I'm not, we're not sure though. But yeah, they, they point that out though. If you go wait in the long ass line and you get to walk by, they point yeah. that out, which is pretty neat. Um, do you want to talk about some of the uh, fuck yeah different commemorations of the of this lovely symbol of our country? Yeah, I'll get after it. Mm. So in 1915, a replica bell was made called the Justice Bell or Women's Liberty Bell. It was commissioned by suffragists to advocate for women's suffrage. Also, while just as a context, um, <laughs> women have only had the right to vote for a little over 100 years now. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because men are shit. We are shit. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, the inscription was the same but included established justice, which was taken from the preamble to the Constitution. Hmm. The clapper was also chained to the side so it couldn't sound to represent symbolize or to represent the inability of women to vote and their inability to influence political events. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they went hard. Summer just went hard. Um, like hunger strike hard. Uh, after the 19th Amendment, the Justice Bell was moved to the front of Independence Hall on August 20th, 1920, and it was finally sounded there. That's pretty cool. Get a, little, get a little symbolism. Yeah, I like the Justice Bell better, honestly. Mm. It wasn't cracked. Yeah. Yeah. Because women are whole. I don't know what that was supposed yeah. to mean. I don't know. I'm tired. But <laughs> I'm shit. I'm sorry. I'm not funny. I'll jump out this window. It's fine. Uh, it sat there for several months before city officials demanded that it be taken away. Uh, so it was taken to Washington Memorial Chapel at Valley Forge, and it's still located there today. Demanded it be taken away. Like they were just like, "Get this shit out of here. We're done." <laughs> Which I can absolutely see Philadelphia be like, "Now out, done." Have you been to Washington Chapel? It's really no, pretty. I haven't actually. It's really, really pretty. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, go out to Valley Fort. I haven't been there in a long time. See some deer. Yeah, feel the cold during the winter months. Yeah, really feel what it was like to be back then. Yeah, I know the... some people who work there. Hmm. Um, you they don't would... give me free entry. It's it's free entry anytime. Oh, Bill. Um, so you, you alluded to earlier on in uh, in, in context of using the bell uh, as a way to drive uh, drive uh, savings bonds in the 50s. Yeah. So in 1950, there was savings bond drive, and they made 55 replicas of the Liberty Bell, uh, one for each of the 48 states, D.C., and the territories. That's pretty cool that he included those as well, the, the territories yeah. in D.C., and they were supposed to be rung at patriotic events, and most are now near state capitol buildings. Wisconsin's was originally at the state's girl det- girls' detention center. I think they just left it there, and they, like they were, they like try to move it to the state capitol. They got halfway, and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna stay here." I don't know. It's just a very it's Wisconsin pretty, thing. Pretty, pretty good. Um, and also Texas. So it would have been more since it was by a cheese farm, or like Miller Coors. Yeah. Uh, um, and in Texas, it was kept at the uh, Texas A&M building, the, the, the academic building at Texas yeah. A&M, which, was, I don't know, something about, like, Texas and football. There's a joke there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. But they gave it, the state gave it to the university for the contributions of right. Texas A&M graduates to the state in both agriculture and military. Right. Is that what the M is, is for? Yeah. Ah. Ag and military. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, that's, uh. There's still a joke to be had there somewhere, but I yeah, th- something I think, about I think uh, I'll get it though. Something about uh, why am I gonna go? But Johnny Manziel, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Money signs. All right. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, Walt Disney World has a replica of the Liberty Bell kept in Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom, and this replica was cast from the mold of the actual Liberty Bell in 1989. Because of course Could it was. Could you imagine Disney paying some dude to fucking do that to this of ancient course. ass bell? How can you not imagine them doing that? I would be more shocked if they didn't. Yeah. Um, it's Disney. They have Disney money. <laughs> There's a reason that's said. Oh my god. I, I, I've seen this too and it's it's just 
it's annoying because people people wait in line to take pictures of this thing. I'm sure they do. It drives me nuts. It's wild. <laughs> you should have seen the people at the love sign a couple of weeks back. Just line, massive line. And I looked at my family. I was like, "Hey, guess what? We're not gonna do <laughs> that." Yeah. And then we or went to the we, Rocky statue. Even worse. Yeah. And then we went to Mesa's Crossing Pub. We had some beers, and then we went to the Franklin Institute and learned about Vikings. And I was a happy boyo. We were pretty buzzed in the <laughs> Franklin Institute because we've been to several bars before it's, we went. It's a really fun place to be when you're when you're in, in that state of mind. <laughs> um, the bell then appeared on a commemorative coin in 1926 to mark the sesquicent. Wait, I can say this word. I practiced it. Sesquicentual. Wow. Sensual sesquicentralist. Yep. <laughs> it's like trying to say Worcestershire. Worcestershire six. Jesus. It's sesquicentennial. Sesquicentennial. Yeah. What does sesquicentennial mean, Bill? It's, what number is that? Uh, 200. Bicentennial. I'm sorry. What the did fuck, I say, Did I say two? <laughs> yes. I'm so tired, dude. <laughs> it's fuck. okay. It's okay. It's, it's, I wouldn't be able to say that word either. Don't worry. It's um, 150. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what that is. Math. Math is... Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, keep... I said 200. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but to mark the 150th anniversary of independence, um, it's first used on a circulating coin was on the reverse side of the Franklin half dollar between 1948 and 63 and appeared on the bicentennial design of the Eisenhower dollar uh, superimposed against the moon. Which right. is kind of neat. And now Anastas loves his stamps. Yeah. He sat up, got all excited. He's rock hard. Like, yeah. a, like, a, like an Easter Island head, head in his flown. pants. So I'll read this one. So in, in 1926, a, a commemorative stamp was dedicated to the Liberty Bell, which depicts the Liberty Bell uh, erected at the entrance of the Sesquicentennial Expo, fuck yeah, uh, in Philly that year. Just hilarious, because that's a replica bell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's appeared in on, a, on several other stamps, uh, including the first forever stamp, 2007. Yep. Um, do you think the, the 1926 stamp had a crack in it? Yeah. Because it's supposed to replica bell. They, just, oh. they, they replicated a crack in the, in the replica bell? Dude, that would be hilarious, uh, probably. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked, but um, it also appears on the $100 bill. Uh, so if, if, you, if you're bougie and you have just them laying around and not in a bank yeah. account like, like, you know, like a millennial, um, you, can find it, you can find it on that one. Uh. Liberty Bell or Liberty Bell, B-E-L-L-E, is used for many different companies and brands. This reportedly also includes an escort service in Montana. Those goats are free out there, though. Oh, sweet mother of God. <laughs> that is not... Because <laughs> they're rural. I understood Montana, the implication. And you can, you can defile the farm animal for a much more reasonable price. <laughs> Couldn't keep a fucking straight face. God damn. Bill's in Bill's looking at me like I'm like, like I'm he's, just, he's in he's in he's in horror. He's, he's I mean, in shambles I'm not right in, now. I'm not even surprised. He's in shambles. Who hasn't fucked a goat? <laughs> oh god. Um all right, let's Goat so, cheese. Like it's delicious. <laughs> fucked up. Goat cheese. Sorry, you didn't let me finish my sentence. <laughs> um so uh, it, we let's talk about sports for a hot second, and it's yeah. used in a lot of a lot of, a lot of sports, sports things. So the probably the most well known one is there's a large light up outline of the bell over the right field bleachers at Citizens Bank Park, uh, and it lights up after a home run. There's also one in, from the vet too. Uh, yeah, big, I think it's the same. Is too. it the same one? No, no. no. Although they're they're moving the vet. I think one. it's the same one. No, they're dude, moving. I'm pretty sure. Or they moving the vet one, vet one to uh, outside of outside of uh, the concourse. Okay. Looking like it looking like an open patio bar type yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna put that there. You ass, you ass. So offended. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is one. Of my, this is probably my favorite thing though in, in all the research we've done. Not shocking because it involves so fucking it involves funny, fast food. So on April first, nineteen ninety six, Taco Bell. Announced via ads and press releases that it purchased the Liberty Bell. Ads stated the bell would spend half the year at Taco Bell HQ in Irvine, California. And the ad campaign outraged citizens and calls started to flood the Independence National Historical Park. And the MPS had to call a press conference to deny that the bell had been sold. 
Several hours later, Taco Bell admitted the ad campaign was an April Fool's joke, and the company's sales rose by more than a half million dollars that week. So this is actually taught in uh, in a lot of PR classes. This it's whole, genius. This, this thing is, is, is used as a case study. Really? It, yeah. That's I, hilarious. I've, I've heard about this um, in, my, in my class last year, and it, it's hilarious because uh, people don't ever pay attention to april fools on april fools because right. when you're an adult and you know and your kids are over a certain age or you don't have like, kids ah, fuck it, I'm, you yeah. don't think about it but could you imagine being that pissed off to call taco <laughs> right. like to find the nut is 1996 you had to get a phone book out find, find the fucking taco bell no no they, they didn't call taco bell they called the Na- they called the liberty bell oh park. i'm sorry yeah yeah because they didn't know right they called the- sorry if I, you, you gotta get the, you gotta get the fucking, f- fucking phone book and find the national park service and find right the it's not like you were park. booting up ass jeeves <laughs> another data reference i was trying my best oh was was ass jeeves in 96 i don't know captain marvel set 95 there's internet in it they send an email yeah yeah i i don't remember that's how i just dated that not yeah. like i was born in 91 or anything <laughs> you're the kind of, well, you were five it's yeah, true i didn't know um, shit about shit i watched but- Gullah Gullah Island and Barty and was excited about it. Gullah Gullah Island was dope. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's Eureka's uh, Castle. So let's talk about some weird ass shit from the, uh, the Liberty Bell. Making references Honest doesn't understand. Uh, yeah, it went on in my head, so I'm just plowing for He didn't have them in Albania. Plow- no, we had Power Rangers and that was it. Power I wasn't Rangers allowed to watch Power Rangers because I was a hitter. We had Power Rangers and Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bean. You said you were got you, got you amped up. Bah! Yes. Did you say Mr. Bean? Wait, well, yeah, Mr. Bean, yeah. Yeah, good. Mr. Mr. Bean Mr. Bean's cool. the best. Yep, yep. My dad likes Mr. Bean. Who doesn't? Yep. My dad wanted a Mini Cooper. Because of Mr. Bean. Because <laughs> of Mr. Bean. Uh, amazing. <laughs> like the old ones where it's like the size of that desk over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Uh, I pointed to my small desk in the corner. Yeah. Um, so That's again, him in the corner. Let's talk about That's some, him in the spotlight. spotlight losing my losing religion. his religion. Yep. Yep. Thank you, Rem. Whoa. Are you a speed wagon? Whoa. <laughs> Which is wrong. <laughs> not the correct band. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about some weird shit. There's, yeah, I mean, it's not, there's just a couple weird miscellaneous things that share the Liberty Bell's name or museums in weird spots. Weird shit. So, there's a Liberty Bell Memorial Museum in Melbourne, Florida. Melbourne. It, I don't think that's how they say I, it in that's, Florida. That's how they say it in no, Australia. Australia. No, yeah. never! You, oh, shit, you don't listen to that podcast. No. To- toasties and, 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 uh, uh, wellies. What, that's British. They, they use a lot of weird British slang, too. They call, them, they call McDonald's Maccas. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's a McDonald's. What do they call um, institutionalized racism? Uh, normal, because they're bad people. <laughs> That's what the <laughs> everyday thing of life for them. Yeah, yes, I was yeah, yep, just yep. making Bill's, that point. Bill's nodding, yes. Yep. Um, I'm, so just, yeah. I'm throwing heaters today. Yep, yep, yep. Mean. At least, at least we're not mean to our to our listeners that like we were last episode. Yeah, that was my bad. My B. My B, I love you. I'm giving like a kawaii girl yep, fucking... Yep, yep, uh, Bill's throwing up gang signs, so... Peace sign? I'm, sideways peace sign. I'm, I was throwing diamonds. Anyway. For, um, for my for my 80 pies in the house. He's throwing up gang signs. Uh, <laughs> there's also the, the Liberty Bell Museum in Allentown, PA. Yeah. Which is significant because that's where it was hidden. Well, I'm not that museum, right. obviously, but in but, but it was well. Actually, yes, the museum is also hidden. You have to go through an elaborate series God. of magical doorways Damn, with I can't, secret knocks. I, I can't leave any space open for Bill to sneak in and just shit all over me. Um, uh, uh, you do you want to? Yeah, I'll let you handle this. <laughs> There's also the Liberty Bell ruby, which is a massive ruby sculpted into the shape of the Liberty Bell, which is just buck that's fucking pretty, wild pretty to me. Yep, yep. It's like the baseball diamond in fucking the Great Muppet Caper. Do you think it's like? Do you think it's like two thousand pounds? Do you think it's like the actual size of the Liberty Bell? I don't know, but I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look for it. Call me Nick Cage Kermit, because the Great Muppet Caper is amazing. Actually, Kermit doesn't steal the diamond; he protects it. So I take that. Back. Let's talk about some phallic-shaped spacecraft. <laughs> Bill hit me. The Mercury spacecraft that astronaut... Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. You got me so worked up about the big dang Peters. You got me thinking about Peters. I can't even think straight. My mind's crossed. My eyes are crossed. I got my wires crossed. You got me all flamboozled. Keep it going, Bill. Oh, jeez, honey. I'll tell you what. So... The Mercury spacecraft that astronaut Gus Grissom flew on uh, July 21st, 1961, was actually called Liberty Bell 7. 
And the capsules were somewhat bell-shaped, and this one actually received a painted crack to mimic the uh, original bell. And Liberty Bell 7 became the only Mercury capsule to suffer an integrity failure. Because it was cracked. Fucking love it. It wasn't like, um, it's no, really, it's really, really ironic because yeah, of the crack. Also because yeah. like the Liberty Bell. Did he die? Fine. He didn't die. Nah, yeah, I don't thank God. I would how, hate, how to, hate to laugh at an American hero like that. Yeah. <laughs> like a dick. Got to do a PA astronauts episode. There's several. I don't think I don't think astronauts get enough uh, credit. Enough credit nowadays. I mean, yeah. They're, they're like superhuman athletes that like literally go into the fucking go into frontier, space. man. Um, space. So space. Let's talk about some music. Um, cool. Margaret Buchner composed a work for chorus and orchestra. Liberty Bell that incorporates a 1959 recording of the actual bell made by Columbia Records. So you just snuck in and just like... Yep. Tapped it. The Freedom Bell in Berlin, Germany was given as a gift from Americans to the city of Berlin in 1950 as a symbol of the fight for freedom and against communism in Europe. It's just like a... Interesting. Like a kind of a replica bell. Hmm. And the superhero Liberty Bell whose powers are derived from the ringing of the bell. Also from um, that show on Netflix with the rest Glow, one of the one of them is Liberty Bell. Called Liberty Bell. Yeah. Okay, she's I haven't she's watched she's Glow. Wrestler. It's pretty good. And then, also, I'm sorry, really quick, I want to touch up before I forget to touch on the Freedom Bell in Berlin. Paris gave us the Eiffel Tower, not the Eiffel Tower. Fuck the the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, uh, which is an amazing structural yes. thing. You know, and we gave a bell. And we gave the, we gave Berlin a fucking bell. Are you surprised? Not at all. <laughs> you don't get to be great by doing bad deals. We kicked your asses in World War II and we're still kind of mad about it. So here's a fucking here's a bell. bell. It's only been four, <laughs> five, four years. Uh, and then the last is the Freedom Bell American Legion, which is a twice-sized replica, or two times the size. Wait. All right. So, and last but not least is the Freedom Bell American Legion. Which is a replica that's twice the size of the Liberty Bell that resides in front of Washington, D.C. Union Station. Mm-hmm. And it toured the U.S. Uh, aboard the 1975-1976 Bicentennial American Freedom Train. That's cool. So, you know, people all over the world join hands. It's the Freedom Train. Freedom Train. People all over the world join hands. Join the Peace Train. Peace Train. <laughs> I'm changing the words because I know seen, you, I've you, seen this bell actually. Oh, you have? And yeah, it's it's it. Yeah, I've I don't seen think it. I've ever been in by it's, Union Station in DC. It's cool. It's um like pushed out front. I've I've seen this before. It's huge, and it, it's a different patina to it, obviously, and all that. But yeah, it's big. Yeah, I could hide in it. You could totally hide in it. Um, I'm sure if it rung while you're in there, you'd fucking lose Die. your hearing. But yeah, uh, well, I could only hope. Does that do it for, for this episode, Bo? Are we, are we all Liberty Bell now? I'm all finished. I, I've, I've finished as well. Um, I apologize for anyone I've offended with the penis jokes about the, so the, many. the symbol of our freedom. Um, but I don't. I don't. I'm not, I know you're not offended, but I'm sure. No, I don't is. apologize. Oh, well, I apologize because I'm a weak boy. I, I, don't, I don't stick to my, uh, stick, my stick outrageous to guns. claim, my guns, yes. Um, do you have a, do you have a talent for me, Bill? I do. Uh, I've got Moon Township. Moon Township. I like it. Yeah, it's uh, along the Ohio River in Allegheny County, PA, mm. which is out near uh, Pittsburgh. It's Moon. actually part of the Pittsburgh metro area. Ah, would it be great if they were like cultists or Satanists? They're just, they worship is, the moon. Yep, yep. Nobody knows what the name came from. A couple. Well, I know the fucking moon. <laughs> so, yes. Um, some historians suggest it was. Due to a crescent-shaped bend in the Ohio River mm. that it's along. Um, but yes, also because of the moon. Anastas, you genius. Fucking fiend. Yeah, I'm a bad, bad boyo. I feel like saying you genius in just a really disappointed, <laughs> condescending voice might be one of the worst insults we've ever You're lobbied a in this yeah, it would make you, me hurt. It would make me hurt. Um, you are an SAT superstar, just like Lori Laughlin's daughter. <laughs> um, well, it's funny because we're so we're recording this um, in conjunction with the other episode. Yeah, one just go. back, back, bang, bang, so, boom, baby. I don't know if we're like super out of context. If like everyone already forgot about that two weeks from now, or uh, yeah. if uh, 
or if like if we're still riding that if it train. came out of like eric trump like if he's one of the kids or whatever or you know i don't know some I don't, like I that i don't know yeah. fucking there's no way those people got into school on their own merit have you read the uh, or seen the video of of all the little interviews of Laughlin's daughter being like I'm not really here for college I'm here to just party. No, but just love it. Not surprised. It just makes me makes me go. Oh, this is gonna be used in court. <laughs> this is gonna be used in court. Smart. Uh, but yeah, I think that, I think about that. She could have just walked into an acting job. She didn't need to go to college. She's an influencer. She doesn't need to go to college. Yeah. Although she used it as a used the college thing as part of her branding so I, sure I guess it did. does affect it but anyway i think that about does it for literally i don't know how, why we're talking about terrible human beings on an episode about our symbol of the city and symbol of the state and I symbol feel the same of way about them as i do the, the country poop, you just made a poop bunk bunk yeah all right. Well, well. Uh, I mean, if you want to go to see the Liberty yeah, Bell, yeah, I see. You do not. See it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Supported. I just wouldn't like stand in line. No, I, I wouldn't would, either. I would walk around and then I go to the Independence Hall. Don't be. Don't do that. And don't for God's sake, don't stand in front of the line for the fucking Rocky statue. No, but God, but it's, it's from a fucking movie. Yeah, Joe Frazier is from <laughs> Philadelphia. Bill, I'm sorry, you're not here to see this, but Bill looked so hurt at the thought of someone waiting in line for the fucking Rocky statue. He's like, there's so much greatness in terms of history in the city. Like, and- just go into the art museum. There's so many amazing things yeah. inside. Yeah, just go climb up and take a look. All right, if, just for if, the view. If you're a dickhead, you don't want to go in for the art. Look, turn around, look behind it. It's the most amazing view you'll see. It's so. one of the best views in the city. Yeah. Go, go down to Old City and like just walk the streets. Yeah. Go to Elfris Alley. It's free. Yeah. People live there, and then they'll like invite you into their homes a lot of times and be like, "Do you want to try something they would have made in the 1700s?" And then they drug you and they hurt you. I mean, yeah, but that's just part of the fun. <laughs> I, you know, I I don't have to go from there, but I mean, you know, send us an email and your thoughts. If you have stories about Liberty Bell, I'm sure a lot yeah, of you have already seen it sure. from school trips and whatnot. But you know, we'd we'd love to hear your feedback go on it. Go to Independence Hall. But yeah, go to Independence Hall. I mean, I, I haven't done it because I'm a bad person. Go to the Constitution Center. Go yeah, to... do that. I've been there and then check all all the actual bits of history that really I made mean, an impact on the country. It's, it has an impact on the country. It's just a weird propaganda propaganda, impact. not through It's not an events. actual, yeah. like... It's just a bell. Yeah. I it's, just it's just a, a big bell. hunk of metal. It's a fucking bell, as we said before. But Go to Gettysburg. Um, but yeah, uh, that, I, you know... Go to Valley Forge. Go to Valley Forge. Things actually happen there, you know. Yeah. Just stare at, stare at the Delaware River and you'll feel something. Like, yeah. really, drive up Bucks County and start yeah, the Delaware. Yeah. You'll, you'll, feel, you'll feel something it's out nice there. Drive. So. Go hang um, out on uh, on the waterfront. But whatever you do... Don't stand don't, in that fucking line. What, I was going to say, whatever you do, don't put uh, peppers on your cheesesteaks. It's fucking not accurate. Oh, I put one... I, I had a cheesesteak the other week that was... I was hungover. You put peppers on that one? I needed everything I could get. I got peppers. I got fried onions. Uh-huh. I got... Uh-huh. Provolone. Hmm. Nope, I got Whiz. I take that back. Okay. And then I got pepperoni and bacon. Oh, God, you fucking imbecile. Dude, I needed everything I could get. I bet you put lettuce on it, too. Oh, uh, you mean like a cheesesteak in the garden? <laughs> Sorry, it's called a cheesesteak hoagie here. Yeah, cheesesteak in the gardens. I've never heard of that. It's amazing. It's better, right? That's a, it's way more poetic. Yeah, uh, it's great. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, LTO I, I think, Mayo. I, I think what our, what our point is here, just go support... What makes the city amazing? What makes your community amazing? Go and, out and, and if you if you have a deep love of the Liberty Bell, I've just been bashing on it the whole time. But it's it's honestly lovingly for we're, to we're, a degree. We're doing we're just throwing hot takes at people. Yeah, so. call me the uh, Skip Bayless of PA history. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not gonna call you that, but yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> call me the Howard Eskin of PA history. More apt. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, go 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 support your your uh, pieces of history around yeah. again because you never know when they might go away. Yep. Uh, well, I think all about does it. Um, thank you for your time for indulging us, and hopefully we stimulated your your minds to. Hopefully, we pissed you off enough for for you guys to send us hate mail. Yeah, I love, I love the hate mail. So send me shit, not literal <laughs> shit, just like that's a, federal, that's a federal crime, by the way. Yes, it is, and I will report you. <laughs> this has been Alex. This has been Bill, and we've been the Uncommon Little Podcast. Thank you.